So what they're saying, right, to be clear, clear for our audience, because I, I, actually, I actually read that article, I didn't look at that last Yes, 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 what's going on, baby? Welcome back, welcome back to another podcast episode of The Jury's Out, where we have real, raw, uncut discussions that are off the record, and nobody cares because... The Jury's Out! <laughs> yes, yes. So, I'm here, you know who I am, I'm Ev, I'm here with Splat, a.k.a. Jack, <laughs> here with Gene, a mad scientist, um, and we're here with two brilliant people who I've just met for 30 minutes, but I'm already excited to talk to. We already got brilliant status, yeah, that, that's listen, pretty good, man, that was an so impressive good. couple seconds. Listen, <laughs> we, we had some organic conversation in the back, so let's, let's keep it going. Um, some good things happening, I like that. Yeah, so um, Paul and Greg, I think. Yes, I sir. I right. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's get y'all a little hand clap. Ah, oh, nice, yeah. thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, so um, you guys are realtors. Right. Um, you guys work together and everything. So yes. um, we just wanted to give, you know, a little background information about what you guys do and you know how you got it started and where you're from. So whoever wants to go first, Paul or Greg, Greg or Paul. You know what? You have more experience, Greg. Let's start with you because my story is a little shorter. Okay. We'll start with something really beautiful. Let's start with something really beautiful. But yeah, really beautiful. No, I've been uh, I've been in real estate for about 15 years or so now. I, it's uh, kind of like second life. I started out as a uh, as a as a musician. I was a oh. I was a jazz French hornist, which nice. is probably wow. why I'm in a career other than jazz French hornist. Nobody <laughs> really gives a shit. <laughs> so you know, you got to go somewhere from that. Uh, side note: I played the French horn for no one shit. year in high school. Oh, there you and go. And I went to tuba. So, all right, you know. So what makes the horn French? Does it go wong wong? The the end of the, the horn piece is shaped like a croissant. Yeah. So that's what makes it French. Wee oh, wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> it, it's curved, yeah. 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 So, nice, I don't nice. actually know what that is, actually. You're like, you're like, I'm, like just, I don't I'm, actually just, know. I'm the stupid one. No, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I kind of, you know, just had a, a slight, I actually answered an ad that said, uh, tired of mixing margaritas, and I went, why, yes, I am. So, <laughs> but I was kind of, I was bartending, I was doing some music gigs and stuff like that, and then I, I kind of fell into real estate. I didn't really think too much about it, but um, oddly enough, there's a lot of, like, things that transition really well from real estate, to, from music to real estate. Like, you wouldn't, I didn't really think about it, but, like, especially from jazz, like it's just improvising constantly, just mm. thinking about creativity. You just, everything you look at, you flip on its head, you run it backwards, forwards, mm. you kind of just always screwing around with stuff. Mm. And uh, that really translates well to real estate because mm. it's just most of the time people don't look at real estate like that. They look at, you know, like, well, are you qualified? Do you, do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy that? You know, and that's it. You're like, everything's in this little box, but that's not how... It's not how people are. We never fit into like these weird little boxes. So right. there, there's so much more to it. And then like the other side is like the, you know, like kind of listening because it's, just, you know, music, you just spent years like just locked in a small room listening to myself make noises. So you just, it's just a weird freaking thing, right? But you get like kind of really tuned into like just really minute details and it kind of translates well if you turn it to listen to people. Mm. And that's where it like it's been really good because people just don't listen anymore i mean i, I don't know if they ever did but like, or read yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which we learned last episode yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Learn in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a continuing but, trend i yeah, think yeah, you know, yeah. it's listen it's all video nothing yeah. yeah pretty much so how long have you been doing realty now uh like about 15 years or so nice Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's good. Like I, I kind of have a slightly different take on, you know, like usually your profession in real estate, dude, like the kind of ideal thing is you start in one area and you become the mayor of that little town and you just stay there and you just keep, you know, networking, keep building clients. I kind of, this is kind of terrible for my own business because if I would have stayed in that, I probably would make more money, but I wound up kind of stretching all over because I was, I really like the investing side of it because I really it kind of fits with that creativity. You're always kind of searching for something that's 
hard to find or trying to turn, you know, something that maybe isn't that value and turn it into something really valuable. So I wound up kind of chasing around a lot of investors and we, you know, started in, I did a lot of stuff in Manhattan. Then I went to like, like some of the first stuff I did in Harlem was really where I kind of got to that stuff. I had this building, I saw this son something and then, um, He's like, yeah, I really love how you, thanks for helping me out on that. I had this problem. And then he introduced me to this thing and it's like this, uh, it was a new construction condo, but the developer was in jail for fraud. The roof leaked. The That's a red flag. Oh my God, this thing was a mess. <laughs> like the finances were a disaster. It's right, like right. unfinanceable. Mm-hmm. But you know, we just, I started just kind of figuring some things out, pushed it along and we were able to like sell that. And then I sold like seven more of his buddies units from that because they're just, Dude, you, you got me out of this. I made money. This yeah, is yeah. Not, amazing. Not like, yeah. yeah, so kind of like stuff like that is kind of where I started. Then just started popped around and I've done a lot of, uh, this is where I, I kind of teamed up with Paul when we got, um, I was doing stuff in, in the Bronx and I don't, I don't know anything about the Bronx, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> same, same here. Yeah. Somehow, but somehow, Bronx, where like am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yankee Stadium, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it, man. But, yeah. But, you know, I had some guys that were, like, buying buildings out there and we're working on it. And then Paul just freaking loves the Bronx. And so we started working <laughs> together. He was doing, like, a lot of the showing. He was, we were kind of working together on that. And, you know, we do a lot in Lower East Side still, some stuff in Harlem. So we've just kind of really, kind of had a really good symmetry on, on this. It's a yeah interesting yeah. mixing of a couple different worlds. Yeah, we're all over. So I, I got into real estate um, because I was in retail forever. And I kind of just kept scaling up, you know, manager, bigger box. And then I was a, you know, just an associate. I, I didn't even want to work there, actually. I went like during a college fair, Radio Shack was just there. And a friend of mine was like, hey, Nick, come with me to this job fair. And I was like, I don't want to go. Like, I'm, I'm in school. So everything that's here is literally not what I would do for myself when I graduate. So <laughs> I don't... <laughs> You know, it was a lot of fast food places. And like, this is for high school. I don't know why they're at the college right now, but okay, fine. Like, whatever. They're looking for upper management and HR managers, I guess. As they all, you know, behavioral science majors. Like, oh, they, they think we want to be in HR, you know? So, like, whatever. And um, I applied and, you know, I started doing the sales stuff, like, like mobile sales. I had already worked at T-Mobile before. And then when I got to Dollar Tree, I was just like, they want to pay you a lot of money. But they, they want to take so much of your life away from you. You know, yeah. retail does so much. So my buddy was like, look, um, I just paid for some real estate classes for you because you left your ID at my place. So I just registered you for some classes. Uh, like, what? yo, you're, you're, you're going to. You held you down. Yeah, bro. my man. Yo, it's my man. Aunt, yo, paid for the classes and everything. Like, yo, bro, you're paid up. Your books are paid for. Like, you're wasting your talents. Like, you know, we, we go out and uh, you can't hang out with us because you're doing retail shit and you, you know, <laughs> you're, you're pissed you, all the time. You work when everyone's got time wanna, to chill. Yeah. I want to get drunk with Happy Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 like that. It's exactly it. They're like, yo, you're getting, you're, you're pissed. Like you're yeah, drinking yeah. at the bar, like you're angry, you're you're just frowning. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm fucking tired, and I know I got to be at work in six hours. Yeah, you, and you guys won't let me out here. Yeah, you guys are not gonna let me go for like four hours, so I know I'm gonna be stuck here. And um, yeah, no, I landed at the the first firm I worked at was cool. Um, the school I went to was NY uh, REI, right there by Macy's, you know, Thirty Second Street. Um, real simple. I went into it like balls deep. So I like left retail, um, did a bunch of traveling. I was gone for like six weeks after I left. Like I went to Tokyo, Hong Kong, Macau, California, like Hawaii. Like I was like, I'm out of here. Like I'm not doing retail, you know. And then I was like looking for like something to do. You know, I wasn't sure exactly. And then real estate was it. Um, and I did my classes. You have to do 75 hours okay. of real estate course classes to get uh, eligibility to take the school exam. And then once you pass that, then you can take the state exam. Now, do you need any like do you need a high school diploma? You, you do not need anything? anything other than like a New York State ID. Like, wow, you just got to be a legal citizen no. for the most part. You need a pulse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably be a citizen for the most. Actually, don't even need to be a citizen. Can you take those tests if you're like 12 or some shit like you're that? 18, 18, right, at least okay. 18. 18 and alive. Liability, right? <laughs> Liability has to fall on yeah, you. Right. Social media, you go buy some property from a, a, a fake Russian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you really, you it's really a lot never know. Around. Yeah, there's a lot of that running around. So, um, so, you know, the first place I, I worked at, they would basically come into the school. They would just talk about where they're from and what they're doing. And I liked the first place. 
I landed there. Um, it was great. I learned a lot from a lot of really experienced agents. And then I went to Thailand on vacation and we had 260 employees. And I came back 16 days later and we had less than 40 employees. Wow. And yeah, there was a lot of crazy stuff going on. What I happened? had no idea. Well, so the CEO used to just put everything in the company's name nice. and then he just stopped paying for everything. Um, you know, so, you know, you know, and, uh, he was just like moving, moving money around and, and just doing all kinds of crazy things. And, and I knew things were weird when I was in Thailand and they were like, Oh, we got a, a check deal for you. And, uh, it was like for 432 bucks, but I literally made that in like 30 minutes. So it wasn't bad. It was yeah, like, take yeah. this kid to the upper East side. If he likes the unit, have him apply. And I was like, no, they're like, it's on your way to the Bronx. Like, what could be so important that you don't want to take a break from the Bronx? You know, and I'm like, ah, I'm going home, right? Like, yeah, because wherever I work, they're going to give the Bronx a hard time, right? Unless it's a Yankee game, people don't have any interest in what's going on in the Bronx, right? Like, people talk about Riverdale. They never tell people that it's the Bronx. Like, oh, I'm going to Riverdale. Like, you're going to the North Bronx. Like, tell people you're going to the North Bronx. Like, I'm going to Riverdale. You shut your mouth. Well, you know? they're trying to build up, you know, South Bronx, you know. Yes. Yeah. They're trying to water. Yeah. They're trying to, you know. So it gets crazy. So. That's more or less how I got in. And then I kind of just moved around to a couple of different firms. And I just I just didn't really find a home. So then I, I went and worked for the city for a while. The bureaucracy got to me. I, I literally could just not deal with it. I was doing special projects, working with some of the commissioners and stuff. But what did you do for the city? Exactly? Um, so essentially, I was basically doing like compliance for uh, uh, SYP, DYCD, just like checking the CBO sites and just like checking on the students, seeing how they're doing, right, making sure of, they're actually of, learning. A lot of acronyms there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So SYP is the Summer Youth Employment Program. The OBGYN, like right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so they get nine hundred million dollars to make sure that the youth of New York City has a job. Okay. You know, right. so like you guys, attorneys of swag, you guys can basically write a proposal, submit it to DYCD, and then oh, you guys can have interns in here doing shit. You know what I mean? Like. You have, you have options. Let's, let's, no, but he, he's saying it's legal. Just saying. I, I know, like, you know, just saying you have. Trying to keep our shit, you know. You have. You have options. I'm just saying. You don't have to be kids. They, we weren't thinking about that, but that's a great. You idea. can do 18 to 24. They don't have to be younger. I'm just saying you have options. You know what I mean? Well, let you guys know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll put you in with a guy who knows a guy. All right. Um, and, yeah. So when I decided I was going to go back to real estate, I landed at uh, Anchor Associates. And that's where I met Greg. And uh, the, the engagement was pretty much like this. I heard him in the Bronx. And I was like, you in the Bronx? Where in the Bronx? And he's like telling me where. And I was like, you didn't have any issues? And he was like, nah. I was like, they think you a cop. <laughs> you, you look like a fed. That's what it is. You look like a federal agent. And he's really in the Bronx Right, right. But the yeah. funny thing is, I go like show something, right? And I, I'm taking this like client around. I don't know the freaking Bronx, right? And 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 I go back and I tell Paul, and he's like, "Dude, you were there, like, Portland, you were, you were like South walking Bronx. on that street, you're like nobody shot you." I'm like, what? Third <laughs> Avenue, 149th. Okay, man, what do I know? <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like hanging out Soundview Projects area. Like he's just not aware. I'm like, doesn't even know. Yeah, he's like showing investors like, oh, this is a really good investor property. Like, yeah, they sell crack in that block. I'm sure <laughs> that house is for a good price for sure. I'm so, certain of that. I don't know why it's so low. Yeah, this is this is also why I work with Paul now to keep me keep me alive. You know, make sure it's like part partner, part like bodyguard, and you know, protector. Yeah, I'm like, listen, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going here. I'm like, you don't need me for that. You're going to Parkchester. You don't need me for Parkchester. You know, if you're crossing the Cross Bronx and you're going to Castle Hill, let me know. If you go past like Top Banana, like you need me. Like you're going to be too close to the projects. Like I'm going to go with you. You know, otherwise you're you're good. You know, Throgs next side you're good you're close to the peas like i'm gonna go with you yeah. i got you know so that's that's more or less but I, I love the bronx mm -hmm. and the reality is it's the largest borough in new york city mm -hmm. it touches the most water it has the highest elevation and the reality is when new york city was what it was the bronx was where it was at everyone wanted to be in the bronx all the stores in the bronx alexander's which was the macy's back in the day bronx. was in the bronx the largest units and everything is happening so the reality is all of those huge apartments that you would see like in concourse village where a lot of the Hasidic families that came over to the States actually congregated and just kind of just made their way in the Bronx. So we have some of the largest units available in New York City and at the best price points. So Greg working in the Bronx and all over the city, and I'm always in Chinatown. Anybody that knows me knows I get bubble tea like twice a week, every single week, even during a pandemic. I'm like, <laughs> you will open 
for me or you will never open again. Boba, like, don't play with me. You know what I mean? Fucking power, boy. Yeah, like there's like like there's Boba Fett, and I will throw a Boba Fit. You know what I'm saying? Like you will make sure I get, you will make sure I get my Boba. Don't play with me. You know what I mean? Like I have a thing, and it's and it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. This might sound a little basic, but just just to make sure, what exactly does a realtor do? Perfect. So, um, here's the thing, you can work with or without a realtor. The benefit of working with a realtor is full disclosure. So it's our fiduciary duty to know a bunch of things and then it's our duty to make sure that we're letting you know these things. Like if you go into an apartment and you're meeting with an owner, like before we had the writers, if that place had bed bugs or a history of bed bugs, they wouldn't have to tell you. But if I bring you into that building, I will tell you they had in history, it was as of this day and it's been eradicated or there has been no history of bed bugs and things like that. And I just bring that one thing up because that's the one thing we know no one wants. Like people want bed bugs less than they want AIDS. You know what I mean? Like people are like, give me AIDS because I can live with that. I can't live with bed bugs. You know what I mean? Like it's that serious for some people. So like that's that's what they think about. Magic um, Johnson don't want no bed bugs. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was like, yo, keep that. Keep that. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, he's like, he's, he got his prep. He's good to go. Um, so the thing is, you. And it, it, it depends, right? There's the, there's the rental aspect of it. You can absolutely go straight to a management company, fill out an application, rent the apartment, pay no fee. Mm-hmm. And if you work with a realtor for an open listing, you might have to pay a fee. But the reality is the fee is such a small increment because if you work with someone like myself, you work with us, we're going to let you know, listen, this is a good management company. They have supers that live in the building or the supers live on the block. They have great heating. They have great cooling. They're located to this. And we'll tell people, listen, your budget is this. You want a AAA neighborhood? Well, I'm going to get you a AAA neighborhood, but I'm going to get you a D building because that's the budget we're working with. Right. You know right. what I mean? And I, and I know where you want to be based on what you tell me. And I tell people, if you want to be in an area that we don't necessarily specialize in for renting, we have people we work with who specialize in those areas. So you want to work with the best. You're not going to know who the best person is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can see people's track record. You'll know based on the neighborhoods they bring you in. If you go into a neighborhood with a broker and the guy who's selling newspapers knows him, you know that they, they're there all the time. The young lady who's walking on the block and they're giving her her coffee. She didn't even order it. They already know what she wants. She's there all the time. She's like a neighborhood specialist. And in the Bronx, that's exactly what I am. Mm-hmm. So so do you guys only service the Bronx or do you go out to other boroughs? No, or? no. Yeah. Like most of my stuff's still based in Manhattan. I mean, uh, okay. Manhattan's kind of the core. Like I do a lot of stuff Lower East Side, Chinatown. Um, I do some a lot of up the town as well, Upper East Side, Harlem. It, it kind of all over the place. Yeah, we do. We do. So we so our license is for New York City. So we right. can service all of New York City. Okay. We, however, because we work with the investors, we're typically in the areas that have the best spread, which is usually the Bronx. You can get great rent roll there. You get great price points. Or in Manhattan, where you know you're going to get market rate or above market rate to rent apartments. What do you mean by work with the investors? So typically, you have like the buyers and sellers. And buyers can be first-time homeowners, or they can just be someone that's looking to rent. They can be students that don't want to live in housing. Um, but when we work with some of the people that, that purchase with us, some of them will purchase with us, and then we will also help them fill the vacancies in the multifamilies. Let's say, for instance, if it's a three-family We'll help actually help them secure a purchase after the purchase. Then we continue to work with them and we'll actually fill the units. And if they have enough units and they want to hire us to manage it for them, then we'll also do the property management for them as well. So it's like one stop shop with us. Gotcha. Okay. And now, so, so it sounds like you work mostly for the buyers, right? You're not really. No, actually, well, I mean, he too? does mostly like my side of the business is mostly on the sales side. Like oh, mostly okay. that's the side I prefer is this, the, representing the sellers and that like you asked like is that what's that look like it's a slightly different thing as far as what do you do in the business and how do you represent and what's the value of a broker in that yeah and it's um i mean it depends i mean people look at commission they're like holy crap this is that's a yeah yeah, like that's a huge freaking expense right that's a that's a big percentage you're asking but it's almost like an investment because it's like what I can do for you is if you give me the opportunity that, okay, let's say it's 6% on it, right? I could get 6% you 6% commission for a well, co-broker. For what, the, what an overall cost. Like so if it costs 100000 yeah, you're making 6000 off of it. So yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not like it, it varies, but, you know. Just right. for example. For example. Yeah, for example. Yeah, right, and, right, and, example, and just to be clear, that 6% 
it's split three and three, three percent for the buyer's agent and then three percent for the seller's agent. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. You know, so it's not it's not what people think. Like if you sell a million dollar property, there's sixty thousand in commission. It's thirty thousand going to, to one uh, entity and then thirty to the other. But we're also splitting that with the firm that we work out of. Mm -hmm. And depending on your split, it could be as low as fifty percent, and then some of the more generous places can be as high as like maybe eighty five. Got yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and it just depends. Like that sounds like a lot of money, but the reality is, is like, okay, let's say if you don't hire somebody, I mean, think of it this way, right? What is what develops pricing in something? It's perception, right? Everything's about mm -hmm. perception. What makes one thing more expensive than another? It's how it's perceived. It's the value that you're perceiving it to be. So that's kind of what we work on as well. So I, I um, my wife and I actually own a, uh, a, a public relations company as well. So oh, it's nice. oh, okay. it's one of those things that really like it didn't hit home until like a few years ago. We're doing this stuff, and it's like you know you got one restaurant right there, and the next one right there, and it's like one is packed, and it's making crazy money, and you know like what's the difference in that? It, it, it's yeah, perceived, yeah. it's the perception of it, right? Same thing with like hotels and everything. It's the uh, and how do we create that perception of value for it? So. Mm. I mean, that's where something like, uh, so we work with Compass now. And one of the things that we can do now, they, they're actually like, they, they're, they're a, big, uh, a big player in the space. They've really kind of jumped. Uh, what, are, what do they do exactly? What, what is Compass? Well, Compass is, it's, it just launched uh, publicly traded last year, but they've raised a ton of money for it. And they've been exploding all over the place. Like just a lot of growth throughout the market. And it's, they're really taking on, kind of trying to leverage what we can do as brokers. So it's it's heavily invested on the tech side and then also heavily invested in the people that they're they're hiring, which is kind of wild. Like, it, you know, my first job in real estate, like I said, if you had a pulse, you would hire. Like I, I thought I like, you know, did up a whole resume and stuff like that. I go in talk to him and I'm like, he never looked at it, never once blinked. And he's like, you know, just rambling on about the company. He's like, so what do you think? And I'm like, you're not going to ask me anything? <laughs> like, you know, I look around, it's like deaths in like boiler yeah. room. I'm like, man, this is what you do. Why is that? Why, why is that the state of affairs? What's well, the logic of it? They well, because kind of they don't have to pay us anything. We're all commission driven. Oh, okay, so, okay. you know, they just figure a body in a chair is better than nobody. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Compass looks at it very differently. They, they really have tried to, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, occasional bad rap of brokers being uh, difficult here and there, right? I mean, so they really like, uh, they try to really moderate like who gets in. Like they, they'll check references, they'll check with other brokers to see what your reputation is on the street, how willing you are to work with people, how easy you are, or did they just hire the, you know, this cancer that's going to bring the office to its knees because they're freaking insane. So. Is broker and realtor the same thing? No. Uh, no. Okay. But but you say that a lot in New York is kind of... Similar. We, we kind of swap those words even though they're not what's, what's, supposed what's, to be. What is the difference? Well, technically, like a broker, you'd have to have a broker's license, uh, okay. which means you have to be in the business for a certain amount of years. You have to be able to pass another test. Um, Accumulate the points. Yeah, yeah. So you I, get I, points for rentals, so, points for sales. Just, commercial and otherwise all have different values. Once you accumulate a certain amount of points, then you submit that, they review your deals, then they say essentially you can take the broker's class. But the difference is brokers can own the brand. So we work for Compass, they're the brokerage. So we work with them oh, got you. Okay. and for ourselves through them. Yeah, but you. if we wanted to become brokers, do the deals, get the points that I would submit, then I can just work out of my own brokerage at my name or whatever it is the yeah. case. And and basically, realtors are basically managing the property while they're in this this phase that they either want to find a rental or buy. Well, it depends, right? Yeah. So essentially, a realtor is just somebody who has a license to practice real estate. Okay. Right. Well, so there's a whole realtor trademark thing that the NAR is probably going to sue you for on that, but yeah. Right. 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 We're, we're, it don't we're, matter. We're salespersons, right? I'm a New York State. You know, city salesperson was my actual title. Yes, yes, there you um, go. And, you know, <laughs> okay. yeah. There, there's the National Association of Realtors that you have to be part of the NAR to become technically a realtor. NAR it's a, it's is? A National Association of Realtors. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, I mean, we could do anything. Like, we could represent sellers, buyers, renters, anything that involves transacting on real estate in any level. Okay. 
Okay. So typically we don't, it's not a management thing. Like usually we don't do the management side of it. But like you said, like we're, so I don't, I never took the broker exam. I don't care. I'd rather work for somebody. I mean, for me working for Compass, I'd rather go, they have like, they have a couple billion dollars sitting around that they could really throw around. And it's pretty interesting. Like this is where we were talking about like value for sellers. So, you know, that 6% sounds harsh, but what if we can get you 5% over what you're thinking the thing is because yeah. we can fund renovations for your property to make sure that it shows in a certain way that people just instantly go and buy it. Because especially in markets like this where people are freaking out about, oh, I'm never going to find a contractor, supplies are so expensive, yeah. I can't do it. They don't want to touch anything that looks like it needs work. But, yeah. but again, that same kind of perception, right? What if you could just go in, do some light rehab to it, maybe clean it out, declutter it, maybe just paint the cabinets, swap out new appliances. Like it's not uh, big work. Right? Yeah, value adds, exactly, yeah. exactly. You're taking, taking that same thing, adding value uh, to it, and it suddenly is worth right. more. Yeah. How much more, that's the, that's the magic in the spread on it. Yeah, here's the kicker though. Our company has a unique program called the concierge program where we will give you the money for the rehab. Okay, how does that work? So you come to us and you have a property and let's say you want to do your bathrooms. Let's say you have three bathrooms and you're like, look, we've done everything else, but the bathrooms need some work. They need some tiling. They need to replace the toilets. Let's change the vanity. Let's, let's definitely update it and, and get some tiling done. They'll do the valuation, see more or less what you're looking to do, what it's worth. We issue that money. They do Once you hire your contract, you get that work done. We now sell that property for you. And how, what's the split with that? There's well, we, no interest there, there's on no it. Interest on it. We, we're going to make front? we're going to make that money back. We're 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 going to give you the money based on what we believe we can actually oh, get back okay, out of okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so we give you hundred grand. back at closing. No, that's it. no interest right. on just, it. Just what you fronted. That's it. But we represent the property now. So you're working with the Compass agent. That's the only right. contingency. You're working with the Compass agent. Okay. I mean, and it has to make sense. It has to be. You know, you're. You know, you, yeah, you can't just go to make money. old figure and be like, hey, I'm right. 150000 for my yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It right. has to be in certain guidelines. Right. There's a couple yeah, different yeah. variants of it. Right. And it's also like we work with you to to help you determine like what, because it's so easy to like, oh, yeah, I could go drop 50 grand on the property and it's, you're not going to get that 50 grand back. But you you know how to spend that, that $30,000 and you'll be able to get more than 30 back right. sometimes. So it's. You just have to really just know that value add thing. I mean, and that's interesting because both of us actually came from, like, my, my father's a contractor. I'm, I'm a terrible freaking contractor. My wife is <laughs> waiting for me to get home to hang a mirror that I will probably put giant freaking holes in the wall and it'll fall <laughs> off because that's how I do it. But, but you know, I, I vaguely understand it. I just can't execute right, yeah. that. You know something has to go on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know how, but I, I know like I know a lot of stuff and I know how to like, okay, we could do this and this and this will get you more value if we do the floors. We'll do floating floors on top, but I just don't ask me to physically. It's safe it to in. say there's a lot of double-sided tape at Greg's place. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Right. So if someone who's looking to buy all rent, they're go they basically say you're a renter and you want to avoid the 6% fee, right? Mm -hmm. So you try to find a place that uh, doesn't have a broker's fee or mm -hmm. a, a realtor's fee. And then you then you end up realizing you can't find that in New York City. And right. you pay that realtor fee. You basically um, paid for someone to have the benefit of the realtor when you could have just paid the realtor up front and gotten the benefit. So yes and no. Equation? Yes and no. So for instance, so the math is a little different. On sales, it's six percent. Okay. It's typically the standard. And the seller's agent pays that. So if you're working with me and you're buying mm -hmm. and he's working, let's say it's this is not my partner, it's just another realtor, and he's working with the seller, they're paying my commission. Okay. So you have no you have nothing to worry about. His concern is to make sure that he can actually deliver that number. So that if there's any negotiations that go into play and that number comes down, it doesn't have to necessarily eat away at the promise that he made that he'd guarantee the commission in there. Mm -hmm. Which is why you got to be careful with the kind of things you deliver to people because this is all money. And when you give someone a money promise, they don't, they don't forget anything you've promised them. I'll you never forget I mean? a price tag. No, and listen, <laughs> you know, you know. You said I was going to make what? <laughs> Our job, first and foremost, really is just to be a source of information and to help you guys. You know what I mean? We're always here and we're available to answer questions. And that's typically what we do. And we get to a point where you're like, 
I have no further questions. I want to move forward. And then we do what you, you need us to do. Gotcha. It's but pretty simple. If you were talking about like on the rental side, the rental there's, side, yeah. there's two different ways on that. Like a lot of the stuff, even the no fee things that you see, like, so like properties, like we have, um, we, yeah, we, we have two, four, 118 street. I have a two bedroom there. Uh, great investor guys. They're happy. They're, they're paying us, uh, the commission to find them a tenant. So it'll be no fee to the tenant coming in, but the investor pays me to, to do this, they, they, to right. pay me to make sure that I vet the right property to like go the through right tenant who's the gonna right pay. Tenant. Exactly, exactly. You do the and homework, you're uh, searching the tenant, yeah. to make sure that they, they don't gotta deal with the yeah. craziness of finding a tenant themselves. Yeah. And, and it's also that same kind of thing, like we're providing that value of, okay, I'm gonna make this so attractive to everybody out there. I'm gonna put it everywhere, I'm gonna take great pictures, I'm gonna go bring in my photographers that do like, you know, seven different exposures, so you get the bright white walls and you can still see out the window, everything looks beautiful. And then, you know, you get, it's, it's that same kind of spiral, right? You get that more, more people in the door, the more people in there, the more competition, the more, it's, sometimes it can be perceived, sometimes it's real, but uh, those kind of things stack and then you get the better price, ideally more tenants. And that's, that's PR, that's basically PR for, yeah. for, for yeah. space. Yeah, it, I mean, tough. it is. Make it look good, baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Real estate is a lot like sports, right? Like you have a coach, Right? You have the players, there's a whole bunch of different positions. There's a lot of different avenues and variables that come into play. So once again, the benefit of working with someone like us is we have exclusive listings. We work directly with the owners of these properties and we represent their property. And we get them the top dollar, the best tenant. We get them the absolute best. We can do that in a day, in a week, in a month or six months, but we get it done. What right? do you think is like the, the, one of the hardest things of the job? What do you guys find the most challenging? People. People. People's the hardest part of the job because people are full of shit. People are lying. People omit. And I, we can't help you if you don't tell us the truth, right? right if right. you're telling me, Just hey, the side the well, it's on all sides, right? Because credit and income matter on both sides. The mm -hmm. difference between renting and buying in New York City is deciding that you want to rent or buy. All of the documentation and all of the IDs and everything that you need to supply is the same on both sides. Bank statements, letters of employment. We want to know how long you've been working there. We need your ID. We need everything because we need to know who you are because mm -hmm. this is important. The owners need to know who they're working with and who he says is going to take over their property. Right, right, right. So, you know, when people come into New York City and they're from New York City, it's usually not that bad. The issue with natives, like I'm from the Bronx. Yeah, so when I go into <laughs> other, when, no when, I, when I first started, so you know what? Let's use Brooklyn. It's a great example. Brooklyn is... Essentially, some of the neighborhoods like like Greenpoint, Brooklyn Heights, they're some of the most expensive, most desirable neighborhoods in America right now. But you can still die, like, eat, like just like getting a bagel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You can still die getting a bagel. Yeah. So watch where you go. That's you not the direction I thought you were going on. Yeah, no. Like, like, it, you know. So, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm being, I'm being facetious. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, the reality is, is that, but you're from that part of Brooklyn, and you're I'm like Coney Island, you're from baby. Coney Island, right? Yeah. So you're like, look, I, so the idea that you would pay five thousand dollars for a three bedroom and be feet from Coney Island is preposterous to you. It's like it's insane. Hell no. Right? But there's people that are coming to New York and they're like, holy shit, I have a beachfront beach water property <laughs> oh with an amusement God. park yes, down yes, the block. Yes. And I have an authentic, you know, patty guy and I have a coffee guy. And they love that aspect and they're paying the premiums that oh, we absolutely shit. will not because we don't see that value. Right. We don't right, see right. the value they see. Yeah, they, got, they got condos over there for 900000 Right. That's what you were saying, like perception. Right. Yeah, like yeah. We're from the New York who knows that there's a homeless guy who's getting on the train who's definitely going to Harlem shake with no pants on, right? <laughs> and then there's, there's the New York City that everybody sees from Sex in the City, and right. that's the New York City they right, know. Right, right, right. Or they, or they watch... Uh, Black Ink. Yeah, straight yeah. up. And that's what they know. Or they watch Mad Men, and they think, oh, the fire eye is crazy. I'm going to go to Wall Street. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to go to New York City, get a, a wife that's hot, and everything's going to work. Yeah, I'm going to so live in Tribeca. Yeah, yeah it's not. Nice. You know, it's different. <laughs> it's different. New York City is very different. So the, 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 I, I would say the most difficult thing is people. But like the easiest thing is also people. You know, some people come to you, they're like, look, this is what I want, this is what I need, and this is what I have. It's your job to get it for me. And then it's on us to make sure that we deliver. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's easier, definitely. When you have somebody who knows what they want, that's, that's It's hard, though, because that changes. 
Most people are not just coming oh, in by themselves. They come with a roommate. <laughs> the, 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 the biggest factor and the difficulty in my entire career has been a girl who's moving in from out of state whose father's fronting the bill. And he has no idea oh, yeah. what New York City is like. And he's from like a small town or somewhere where he's making like 200K. So where he's from, he's like the buco bucks guy. Yeah, yeah. But in New York, you're just another regular guy. Yeah, you know? So when they contact us, they're like, I, I, you know, my daughter's got a $3,000 budget and she must have X, Y, and Z. And she can't live north of X, Y, and Z. I'm like, Shit. sir. I need you to understand that this is New York City. And 3000 is not crazy. You're going to get a studio apartment in the area that she wants to be in if it must have a doorman. It's going to be 325 square feet. Yeah, hell yeah. It'll be a shoebox. Dad, I need five grand. You want your daughter to have what you want her to have and what she wants? We need five. That's a $5,200 budget. And I can guarantee it's going to have a doorman. She can have a dog. And she's never going to have an issue with the gym because they have security. Things like that. But you have to pay for that. Yeah. And people are coming to New York, and they're paying for that. Yeah. Okay, that $1,800 one bedroom in the Bronx, Suckers. that's now 1800 now. <laughs> you know, a decade ago, it was, you know, like $800. Yeah, that's huh? not the same. It's not the same anymore. Yeah, you know, people keep 300, saying. 300 I used to heard ladies like, be like. I mean, but everything's gone nuts in, like, the last year and a half, two yeah. years. And, I mean, is, it, and just, is it because we got a lot of outsiders coming in willing to pay that top dollar? Wasn't everyone leaving for the pandemic? How did it come back so That's fast? That's a lie. Yeah, it was like, it was did, a lie. Right? I thought people left. A lot of people left. No, that was bullshit. That was bullshit. April Fools. Yep, that was bullshit. <laughs> but there was, there was like, it was crazy though. Like, cause you had that, right? Like everything was like on fire sale, right? You couldn't right. freaking sell anything. Couldn't rent anything. There was like nothing. And then all of a sudden, it like flipped a switch, and it was like we went from having things that were sitting on the market that were totally overpriced, and the like we had some rentals, we had a, like a three bedroom. It was just, it was crap. Man. Six floor walk up. Oh no! Yeah, I hope you're not listening, man. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, you're not getting a sixty inch up there. <laughs> <laughs> you bring it up in pieces. <laughs> but that thing, like, it went from I couldn't get rid of this thing to save my life to like all of a sudden I'm getting like freaking six calls a day on this thing, and it's wow. like underpriced and it's like the best value on the market, and it went like that. And it and the same thing with the sales. Like once the even right before like the vaccines hit, everything started picking up. I mean, the demand last year was insane. Like you look at the the number of people buying in in New York, it was it's off the charts. Like our biggest, the height of the market, it's like 2014, 2013, 2015, something like that's the height, right? We're way over the demand levels. We're wow. way over the contract signs. We've broken like there, every there, record. Wasn't there like a fire sale then? Like didn't did people actually sell or did they just leave? Like I there was. Like there wasn't like because that's what we thought of too, right? You think what all right, so you go back to like two thousand nine, right? That was everybody's biggest or two thousand eight. The that was mm -hmm. everybody's biggest fear. It's like, oh my God. Right, right. It's gonna be a mass exodus. Everything's gonna melt down. Holy exactly, shit. And yeah. like uh but it didn't really happen. You know, people didn't really leave. They mm -hmm. I mean there was a lot of pain. It took a while to correct. But this time there was people, people freaking left. I mean, New York was it was different looking, yeah, you know? It was, it was, made uh, us want to be socially distant, so people were like, yo, what the, if I had a yard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He, here's, I got from so here's what the city in like 20 minutes. Wow. Never, ever. Right, never, ever right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But here, so that's the yeah, thing never that happened again now either. <laughs> no, right. Now it's like twice as long. great. You in the middle of the day. If you didn't, if you are a driver, but you didn't get to drive to that, you missed. Yeah, Oh, that's for sure. It is not happening now. Like three. PM to be driving down Second Ave and just see right. all day. Doing 80 miles on Second Avenue. Oh yeah, yeah, with the uh, I am legend. I am legend. There you go. You I know a couple people. Yeah, there was a million dollars You could have went and gone. I could die. No one noticed. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to wait for COVID for that to happen. This is New York City, but yeah, no, it was definitely like that. So. <laughs> so you take COVID, right? So you're saying like the mass exits, everyone's right. leaving. But who's the everyone? They're not the natives. They're not us. We didn't leave. No, we didn't. We stayed. Yeah, yeah. You know, the people that needed to be in New York City, mm -hmm. they stayed. It was right. the people that have those pied de They can just come here and hang out and just do their thing. Just hang out, live off of mom and dad's money or crypto right. money or some kind of dot-com money or, or investment portfolio or day trading. You have options here. The luxury market in New York City is what was kind of convoluting a lot of those numbers. They're like, oh, 
you know, people are leaving. You know, these places are empty. Well, these are luxury buildings, uh. okay? They're, they're luxury listings. These are billion-dollar companies that are building, you know, rooftop pool buildings with seven doormen and the whole, and whole, the whole floor is the, your, your apartment the whole yeah, floor yeah, is your yeah. apartment you know the, those put kind the of lambo things. comes up on the on the on the freight elevator yeah they have them. Yeah, there, there is. Been there. Wow. you've seen it you've seen it on 57 yeah. 58 59 yeah. they have them yeah. Yeah. we've been in those got buildings the they're amazing in your crib bro. yeah, yeah. <laughs> top yeah, just so you know just for that feature alone the building on that side is somewhere between 250 and 350 so that's for the people that got real real money mm-hmm. wait three, wait wait 350 a month for having that parking space that has the ability to do that you're typically what, paying no, no but, that? but yeah, that's like there's so few buildings that actually oh have of that. course there's a couple yeah, yeah. Of, there's like, so few people paying, that can afford that kind of thing you're paying like 20 million for the apartment right. to get oh. the yeah, option yeah, yeah, yeah. What for does it do that anyway you can drive your car from the street and then your car is in your apartment like an well, elevator brings you just kind of park it and then they move it it's pretty wild like you seen tokyo drift and you chop it up you dial it back down so it's like either in the middle or like on the side of the of the you own the whole floor, and then you you put your car in a freight elevator, and then and then you call those, <laughs> and then you got a little spot in your apartment where you just pull that bitch up, and then it goes down, and everybody can use it. And then that's when you want to, you just back up. Really? And you there, there's some too that just have elevator. it where you just drive it in, and then it kind of parks it for you, and oh, then it okay, comes yeah. back up too. Yeah. So it's like there's a couple versions, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's freaking like nutty. That's like $250,000 a month, right? <laughs> no, you pay for the spot. You just pay for it. Oh, okay. And then it's yours. I can't yeah. even put that on my bucket list because I know that, that shit ain't happening. So yeah, I don't know that. Hey, might as well get a house. Don't talk like that. I rebuke your statement of poverty. You you will absolutely, you just got to get the right guy on trial, man. Right. And get him off. That's it. Shit. That's all you got to do, man. Yeah. You think that's his name? Rob Kardashian. That's how he got OJ off. Listen, you have to make sure that you get Kanye everything in that divorce, and now you are the man. That's it. That's all it takes. You know, look, look, the the most important thing in real estate is to know that the people you're working with, or the people you're like, literally, we're like myself working with Greg. It's about integrity. You know what I mean? You you have because you're essentially giving someone full reign and access to your property. So when we're working with these management companies and we're working with these owners, New York City residential laws are 100% in favor of the tenants. Even if the tenants are at fault for not paying, choosing to not pay, moving in, doing whatever they want. And housing court is almost always not going to allow these people to be removed because where are they going to go? Then the government still has to get involved, find placement, Mm -hmm. shelters, And then they add in that, that whole... COVID and, aspect. Yeah, then you add the COVID really, aspect like, of it. It's I mean, crazy. it just started, right? You could just start. I, yeah. There's an attorney I work with. He owns, a, he owns a condo and he was about to, he was about to evict the tenant because she hasn't paid in like six months. Got to the thing, just about to get it signed. COVID hits, stuck. Yeah. Hasn't yeah. been able to get her out. That's so, a year and a half, that's, right? That and now this just starts that clock of like, now we can try to evict is, her is again. Is there a coming yeah. doom? Oh yeah, no, no. That, that's, uh, it already hit, like, January was the was the mark on that mm-hmm. when they finally opened the courts. I mean, but it's still so backlogged. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be. So. It could be another year probably, right, before people get evicted. Yeah. Now, does that does that affect does that affect people buying property? They're like they're like I'm not even trying to deal with this because if it's backed up for the people who already have and are now dealing with this, imagine if I buy something now. I, if I get into a problem, the courts ain't gonna holler at me for another two, yeah, three yeah, yeah. years. I, so. I have guys that you know when they pass these rent laws like two years ago, twenty nineteen, they they made a lot of changes. They made all these like kind of. I mean, it sounds good in a way, but that's the essence of government, right? It's always like there's there's an element of trying to help somebody, and then there's always this element of oh oh shit, I didn't think about that, but yeah, we just screwed you, buddy. Suck it up, you right, know. Right. So it's uh, what were some of the changes they not to put it on the spot, but like what were some of the changes they had made? Because oh. it seems like it's already tenant friendly. So I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take I'll take over on this one because I yeah. do a lot of the rental stuff. So one of the big things that they took away was additional rent and security. Mm. So before you would pay like first and last month's rent and right, then right. one month security. Right, right. But if your credit wasn't great, you can pay two months, five months, six months. Mm. Um, international students or people that don't have credit or people that are new to the states, mm. they can typically pay a year's worth wow. of security. Yeah, so you pay the year up front. Yeah, you do a year up front of or a year up front of rent, 
and six months of security. So you're talking about a lot wow, of money. Man. Right going, up front. Right up front. But here's the issue. Security is held in an escrow account. So you, you don't get that money back. So if you pay them six months of security and you're living there for two years, and at the end of those two years you want to renew, they're keeping that in, in they're keeping your six months of security. So some people are trying to get some of that money back. Some management companies will issue money back. They'll right. keep maybe a month or two months. But a lot of other management companies weren't. And then they were some management companies were taking money, doing certain things. Right, right. You know, there's a lot of weirdness that kind of goes on in the city. And that's why it's important to work with people that know what they're doing and know the management companies they're bringing you to. Because if you don't, you could end up either losing a lot of money or you can end up in a situation where, you know, you move into a building that's bankrupt. You can move into a bankrupt building and you won't even know the, the water gets shut off. You know what I mean? Wow. Or like people move into buildings where they have um, all kinds of issues with the elevators. You know what I mean? And, and you're not researching the building code. You're not researching how many times that building's had 311 called on them. And then you step into the elevator and you fall into the shaft. These, these are things that have actually happened in New York City. That's when they call you guys anyway. So yeah. they listen. Well, you know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, you know, it's it's really important that you know who you're working with and, and that they have credit. That's why anytime somebody works with me and they're like, what can I do? I'm like, aside from telling everyone you know that I'm the best person you ever worked with, go to Yelp and give me a five-star review on Yelp. Because people care about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. like, oh, my God. Because Personally, I think online rating is kind of biased. Because I can have all you guys be my homies and just give me a whole yeah, bunch right, of five right. stars. right? That but I true. think Yelp, if people really go to Yelp, and even if it seems biased, people just go biased. Like, Yelp go to, is biased. Yeah, Yelp I think sucks, that, 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 that's like what the I'm saying. Not a, not thing not it's like a, a, a full dissertation of a, of a, of a but, comment. But they, like, like, <laughs> kind of, they back, like, all the... the, the the Yelper, the yeah, fucking one yeah, that makes the yeah, most noise yeah, and throws yeah, the most crap at everybody. Like, that's yeah. the guy. Oh, we'll boost him up. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there's, Sorry, there's, a, there, yeah, there's, 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 a, there's a lot of things. You know what I mean? Um, gotcha, gotcha. You know, there's like things like the 1031 exchange, mm -hmm. which is something that a lot of investors like to work with. It's something that allows them to defer capital gains tax and they can basically reinvest into a new property. Then they can depreciate that property over a certain amount of years and have additional tax write-offs. I mean, there's that, a lot that, that goes one into didn't that. change. There's yeah. that's on the table. They've been talking about that. Like a lot of the stuff in the city, it was just like he was saying: the security deposits you're limited to one month, first month's rent, one month security now, which is great for most people. But right. those, you know, like so we got like foreign nationals coming in and like, you have no credit. I have no way to chase you if you don't pay this. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what are we going to do? Like, no, yeah, I, you yeah, can't move yeah. in here. I'm Denied. Get out. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. but you have those people now that like, you, like, what do you do with them? Yeah, yeah. So it's, there's always something. Right, right. The Airbnb laws changed in the city. Now when you rent a place, you get that rider with your lease that says you're not going to Airbnb your apartment mm -hmm. you know, no because of liability. You must own well, the property and then even the certain types of property, you still can't do certain types of Airbnb uh, in general. Depending yeah. on location. Yeah. No yeah. subleasing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. there's, there's a whole bunch of rules. Yeah, that one kind of went crazy. That's been in and out of courts for for What's better part of a decade now. But it's also, you know, that's also fueled, fueled by the hotel organization. Exactly, because they, they, they want that hotel They don't want that shit rocking, bro, because yeah. they're like, now, I want to charge you $300 a night for yeah, my little ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want that? That's fucking no, Yeah, because it, it's all lobbyists, man. It's all lobbyists, yeah, yeah. man. Like, yo, they got, they'd rather put a billion dollars in one year to convince this lobbyist to make sure that these dudes pass this or don't pass it and and then make that money from hotels in the next two years. It's, and it, they'll make $4 billion in the next two years. The you know city's also collecting the hotel tax on right. that, too. So exactly. they're incentivized so, yeah. as well to make money. To, you know. So, yeah, yeah, there's... Yeah. All right, our, our director's yelling at me through yeah, yeah, we gotta go. Words that we gotta wrap up, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this was fun, yo. Thank you, thank you. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff that I still wanted to ask, but um, part, we'll, 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 do, we'll, do, we'll do a part two. We'll do a part two, but we want to spread. We're gonna send you guys the menu. We're gonna tell you guys what we want to eat. Keep us focused. This half a donut wasn't working, guys. No, no, I love the I love the conversation, man. It was genuine, so I love that. Um, so on some heroes, artists of the week, what we got? We got. Can you tell me what we got I can do the artist of the week, right? Yeah. So our artist of the week is Matt Licari. He's in. A, he's a profound phot photographer who has done work for um, Maybelline. He's done work in Macy's. He's done work for um, big production companies. Um, always shoot. Always shooting supermodels. 
You know, a little, little, little skinny for my taste, but they, you know, they. <laughs> <laughs> they look like spears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they, but they, they model models, you know, and so, um, and he's always, he's always, uh, he does a lot of work in black and white. Most of his stuff is in black and white, and it's, it's amazing what he does with lighting. Uh, so you definitely can read about him and check him out in this, uh, this week's uh, newsletter on turningsoswag.com. And in the same vein, our sponsor this week is uh, Jeremy, Jeremiah Cumberbatch. He is also a photographer. Um, you can find them at jeremiahcumberbatch.com and test the lights on IG. And he also does professional photography. Um, and his stuff is really good. And just like uh, he was a previous artist of the week, and now he's a sponsor because he's brought to us. Yeah, <laughs> and he got it like that. So yeah, tell him to take photos of apartments, man. We can hire him, and then we'll we'll get this we'll get this rocking. We'll get a huge network of photos. You heard that, right? Yes, I you heard, heard that, right? If you're watching this, Papa, you heard that, right? We'll send you uh, Jeremiah's intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have people contact your people. Yeah, Let's get it going. Uh, yo, Paul and Greg, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Anything thank you, you wanna you wanna promote? You wanna tell the people? Let them we can find you or find your company or whatever you, yeah. you know. Whatever IG websites. Uh, yeah. So we both work for Compass New York. We are Compass New York agents. Uh, I am licensed in New York City, but I also can help you guys with Westchester and all other needs. I mean, we can refer you guys out as far as you guys want to go. And Greg is also the master of being licensed in Jersey because he's hot like that. So if you guys are looking for Jersey, yeah, if you're looking for New Jersey. I live in Jersey, so it's like I do my backyard and I moved. I'm one of those people that fled New York. Yeah, yeah, but. uh, So it is true, man. Yeah, but if you guys want to reach us, my email is paul.figueroa at compass.com and then his is Greg dot hasenfuss at compass.com. Yeah, we like to keep it nice and easy for everyone to spell. Oh, wait, so. no, it, it, it'll pop up right here. Oh, yeah, and then the IG is right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. where your hands were, that's, that's where it'll exactly pop up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll send it to you. <laughs> exactly. All right, yo. Uh, thank you, man. This is Jerry's out. Yes. No, so what they're saying, right, to be clear, Out, so you can't even credit us. No statements, null and void. Invalid evidence. No, we can't take this to court. Cause you know. Jerry's out. Uh, 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 uh. Jerry's out.